as always, that was a good friend of the show, um, former podcast guest, podcast guest Colin Gow, with his song podcast. I am Steve Shoney. I'm the city manager for the city of Arlington. I am here as always. Well, as usually, ninety nine percent, ninety nine percent of the time. Um, although it can't be ninety nine percent because we haven't had it on the show. It's probably more like. 47.5%. Or, I mean, 97, 97.5%. Yeah, look at you with your math skills. I know, I've been, I've been mathy this week. Um, <laughs> and you are. I am City Attorney Darren Schultz. Uh, I'm glad you teased the fact that we're nearing some milestones. We are nearing some milestones. So this is the beginning of season three. Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's January. Um, uh, so we are entering the new year. So we're entering our third year. I think this is show 40. This is 41. 41. Um, our last show was show 40, so we're coming up on number 50. We're already starting to think of some plans. We have some surprises teased. We, we do have some things to teased out um, uh, for number 40. Although I will encourage everybody on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast, uh, please check out our new um, cover art. Oh yeah, is that the right that's way? right. Is that CD Maggie? art, yeah. Is that yeah. producer Maggie special? Can we can we give you credit for that? Oh yeah, that's all me. The other enjoy thing. that for like eight episodes, and then really enjoy the fiftieth episode. Don't build it up too much, dude. We gotta work on this. I really think you should include some dancing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sure. So that is a great intro to our guest, um, because. Uh, uh, We've been on this little kick where we're going back and um, talking to some of the fun people that we have working for the city. And uh, today is one of um, our most fun people that work for the city. Uh, we have Karen Brown with us. Um, Karen is, uh, if you will, the tax man at the city of Upper Arlington. Which you wouldn't think would be a super fun person doing that job. No, but we have the funnest of the fun people doing that job. Karen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. So you guys what, are fun. You well, make it fun. Thank you. What is your, uh, now I should know this, but what's your official title? Examiner. Okay. It's much more fun to say she's the tax lady. Yeah. Yeah. I, this examiner, I've been thinking about this whole examiner title. It's very, very old school. Tax friend. Yeah. I'm your tax friend. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I'm all the big believer of truth in advertising. But we'll friend, get, we'll get friend, to why she's the tax friend. Friend, we'll yeah. To, but friend might be. Have you... <laughs> You've listened to a few of our podcasts, mm -hmm, right? So mm -hmm. you know what's coming. Mm -hmm. What's coming? Craziness. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing that comes Questions is our start bench cut. So I'm going to give you three. We're, we're going to do this a couple different ways. Okay. I'm going to give you three things. Um, and you kind of alluded to this. So we give you three things. One, you get to do like every day. It's your ride or die all the time. The second thing is you get to pull it out for second occasions. It's kind of so that's so the first one's your starter. Second one, well, you're a sports fan. Start, bench, cut, gone, gone. It's See dead you. Bye. You Can't never do, do it again. Okay. Line dances. Starter. <laughs> no, no, we're picking different. <laughs> no, line but dances. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give oh, you three. Oh, you're giving me all. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, gonna yeah, give you three. Okay, I'm so gonna give you three line okay. dances. The cha-cha slide. Okay. The electric slide. Okay. Or the Cupid Shuffle. So, which one are you going to start? Which one are you going to have on the bench? Which, which one, one are you cutting? So I'll start with the Cupid Shuffle. Okay. I'll bench. Cha-cha. <laughs> uh-huh. 
And what was the third one? Electric slide. Yeah, electric slide, yeah. You were cutting the electric slide? Yeah, I'm cutting like, that's old school, yeah. I mean, I did that when I was in my 20s. It's, it's like kinda, a standard. Yeah, it's standard, but that's the thing. You're never going to be invited to another wedding. <laughs> you're going to go to weddings, and they're going to take care and come dance. You're like, I'm sorry, I cut that one. Karen, Karen I, I thought you were the dance lady at the wedding. I, I can't. I, I, I cut that Steve one. Steve said, I can't. I'm going to, yeah. If you play a keep a job, well, maybe. I mean, really? That wasn't really a fair question. What? Because no. I like all line dances. I'm, going, okay, I'm not so, benching anybody. I mean, I'm going to dance regardless. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you threw out the challenge. You said you like all line dances. I really did. So I'm going to take you to a different genre of line dance. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give you three more. Uh, the boot scootin' boogie. Okay. The honky tonk badonka donk. That's a song. That's a song. The honky tonk badonka donk. Maggie, wow. She just flexed her. She just flexed her. She was actually really good. Well, I was in select choir in the 12th grade, so. Wow. Oh. I'm just confused as to why select choir was singing that song, but. (laughs) (laughs) And then Old Town Road with uh, Lil Nas and Billy Ray Cyrus. Fun fact, my college roommate uh, worked on one of Billy Ray Cyrus's albums, but I'll just drop it. I thought you were going to say your college when it was Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> he, had Billy, he, he thought he was Billy Ray Cyrus. Bill actually thought he was Billy Ray Cyrus. His name was Bill? Yeah. I don't know. Bill Greer. Shout out. Hope he wow. listens. Wow. So does. which one of those? Do you do you dance to the country music do line you dances too? Line dances. Probably like once or twice. Like if we put it on right now, <laughs> would you know the moves? Or would you like watch the people and, and do it? Hmm. I won't even try line dancing, Karen. Like I see no, it. I don't know. I mean, I, I have. Yes. I mean, or, I've been... or would you watch the people find the door? And no, no, I, no, okay. no. I would participate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I would participate, but yeah, I've never done any of those line dances. All right. So that we just, just mentioned them. <laughs> just, they're all benched, not cut. You'll still do them. You'll I'll still, still do, do them. them. They're not cut. They just benched. We'll all just right. bench them. I got one more thing that we're gonna do in the same genre, but I'm not gonna make you do start bench cut. So. As our three regular listeners know, we send out to our guests a couple questions, and one of those questions is favorite musical genre. You said old school funk. Yes. So here's what I got. Here's what I gotta know. So are you a um, Earth, Wind, and Fire yes. funk? Oh yes. Or a James Brown funk? Oh yes. Oh, <laughs> oh sound effect use. Nice job, Maggie. Oh yes. Or a Parliament Funkadelic. Yeah, oh my God. George so, Clinton, right? So here, here's my question for you then. Is, so I look at the progression as like, early in the barbecue, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. About 7 o'clock, you start going more James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> After 11, it's all Parliament Funkadelic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, do, I, do I have that right? You pretty much got that okay. right. Would you been to some black cookouts? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. Might have been. Now I wasn't yeah. dancing, but you I might dancing, have been there a couple. Like, oh, yeah, I see what they're doing. I was chair. I was chair dancing. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. No, seriously, yes, it, that's the way it goes, and we always end with the Soul Train line to a part of Parliament Funkadelic song. That's how you end the. Yeah, that's how you end the cookout. That's when it's time to go home. All right, you guys line up. You know, so yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so I got it right. Yeah, I saw a George Clinton in concert. Shut up. At uh, the Woodstock where everything got burned down and stuff. He was there. <laughs> you went to that? You went I did go to that. It's fun there in fact. I was the squarest person at Woodstock. <laughs> I have 
<laughs> so I'm trying to picture Darren with George Clinton braids <laughs> with the ribbons in. And yeah, I did not. Did not have. have no, that. you did not have that. Okay. But I did like oh some. Oh my god! No, I did like some people. No, I was at a really cool um, James Brown concert. Um, you know, uh, probably in the se- early seventies. I mean, I was a teenager. I was probably like fourteen, and. Um, that's when he came out with the Fire It Up album. Yeah. And so they come out as this big skeleton kind of face, like on the, just big old, he's talking, he's talking, he's like, oh, hey, you guys, are you ready to party? And we're like, yeah, you know. Well, I still remember, so my first big concert I ever went to, I went to see the Rolling Stones play in Indianapolis in the old Hoosier Dome. Mm. And I don't know if you guys remember the band Living Color. Oh, yeah. Uh, rock band. Mm-hmm. And I thought they were the coolest thing since sliced bread. And so I'm like, they were opening for the Stones, and I didn't know much about music at that point. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go see Living Color. And, <laughs> They're like, uh... And I remember when this, they were really great. Um, uh, I forget the lead singer's name. He used to swing his hair around, fell off stage, thought it was hysterical. Um, and then the Stones come out, and I'll never forget... The first, their first song, Start Me Up, is what they were doing for their first song. All of a sudden, the lights go dark. There's a backlight. They've got this giant stage with all this scaffolding. And Mick Jagger's backlit. And his whole shadow is across the stage. And <laughs> of the shadow, you see his leg popping and like his lips sticking out in the shadow. And I'm like, oh my God, this band's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and from then on, I've been a Rolling Stones. Yeah. I, I just love that you so went to cool. a Rolling Stones concert, but not for the Rolling Stones. No, that's good. I mean, college. that's what happens when you're yeah. like a teenager. You're like, oh, I want to go to this hot new band. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, well, I think, too, you th- you're talking about something that happened, you know, in the 70s, that the technology that they, you know, the whole stage presence. Yeah. I mean, because his skeleton, his, he's moving his mouth, and you're just trying to figure out, like, today, you'd be thinking, oh, yeah, we know it's easy to implement. Right. So I thought that, yeah. But, yeah, that sticks out in my head, like. Yeah. Was James Brown your first big concert? Um, no. So actually the Isley Brothers. Yeah. That was my first concert. Yeah, that was my first. That was my first. Yeah. I had a little date and everything, you know. And (laughs) yeah, it's like, yeah, like I wanna take you to the concert. And I'm like, Well, my mom needs to talk to your mom and you know (laughs) I'm like thirteen, you know, and at the at the Coliseum, you know, that's where we went, you know. And so it's like, yeah. So yeah, so his mom picked us up, picked me up, and took us to the concert. And yeah, we like grew with you, you know, <laughs> Isley brother up in there. I'm like, yeah. So yeah, that was my first. That was my first concert. Yeah. You told me what yours was, Darren. But remind me, what was your first concert? Uh, it was uh, MC Hammer. <laughs> and it, it, it's kind of like related to Steve's story. <laughs> his opening acts were uh, Boys to Men and uh, TLC, but it was kind of before they blew up mm-hmm. so you know, TLC mm-hmm. just had the uh, it was the uh, their first song before No Scrubs and all the other stuff um, Ain't Too Proud to Bag was the only song yeah. they had okay. but yeah so MC Hammer was the headliner of my first concert <laughs> okay it, it, you know it takes a lot to kind of beat that one in yeah. terms of like that is. flashpoint and just complete crash <laughs> that's right because I asked you what kind of if you had the MC Hammer pants <laughs> no my pants MC Hammer pants <laughs> Oh, she's doing it. Karen is doing, she stood up into the MC Hammer, um, fast feet, side to side, dance move. Um, that was impressive. That was very good. Um, 
So that was a very taxing discussion. Oh, oh wow, that was. Oh, and um, so we are at the beginning of the year. I'm trying to find a way. To no, you, that's a perfect transition. Well, I, I could have said, you know, actually, here's the better one. Here's the better transition. Now, as I recall, MC Hammer got in some tax trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and so did the Isley Brothers. Oh, they did. Well, Ron Isley. Well, James well, so did Jason Brown, Brown, actually. Yeah, James Brown, Brown All the, all the old school goodies got in Wherever Karen goes, there's tax trouble, I guess. We're getting into tax season. It's the beginning of the year. Folks are starting to get their stuff. And um, when we started thinking about having podcasts on, you know, in addition to wanting to sit around and talk, um, James Brown didn't know we were going to get Isley Brothers, which is a great thing. Didn't know we were going to get MC Hammer, which is a whole different story. Not, not, not as good. <laughs> but we did want to um, have you on and talk a little bit of some seriousness, not too serious though, about how this municipal tax, like from a practical matter, work for our residents. So, let's see here. Well, basically, all most cities in Ohio yeah. all have a municipal tax. That's what we use to take care of the roads and pay our salaries, uh, police, fire. I mean, it takes care of the city. And so two and a half percent tax rate. Um, the caveat to that is a lot of people who live in UA don't realize that they have to pay this municipal tax or that it's not being taken out their paycheck. So when you live in big cities like Columbus, it's usually automatically taken out of your check and you don't really think about it. But when you move to um, suburbs, um, sometimes your employer doesn't actually do that. So for us, it becomes kind of a, a issue um, here in the city. So Karen, when you, let's say you work in one place and you live in another place, where do you have to file your municipal income tax? Like who kind of gets priority? Because I know yeah. some people say, well, I work here and I live here. How does that work for someone who doesn't right. know? So if you live in UA, we have a tax filing. We have a tax filing requirement. So if you live in UA, you file your taxes. But my employer, I work in Columbus, but my employer takes it out. You still need to file your taxes. So a lot of people don't understand that. So and who is this Rita woman? <laughs> well, first of all, she's not a woman. She's a man. Okay, get it right. <laughs> See, I the, the other thing for me was the other thing for, with me for tax season is I like Karen. <laughs> And Rita was my grandmother. And so, like, don't talk bad about Karen and don't oh, talk bad about oh, Rita. Good. But explain Rita. Yeah. So, Rita, so it's really funny because the customers at Will, they'll come in and like, well, she sent me this. She, well, first of all, she's not a she. She's a he. You know, we're going to take it, take it from the female. Take it off the female. Put it on the <laughs> That's how we do But that's where that comes from. But however, Rita is our regional income tax agency. So, it's just an acronym for who manages our taxes. Rita's a tax administrator for over 400 cities in Ohio. So they uh, help us administer the tax and manage the tax for us. So if someone gets something from Rita, that's basically because Rita is doing this sort of taxi stuff for us. Yes, but they're they official, for, they're, they're on behalf of us, that's legit. Yes, yes. So Rita's real, it's not a scam. A lot of people think that, oh, I got this from Rita, I don't know if it's a scam. I will need to come in and talk to you. No, Rita. They manage our taxes. They they work for us. We pay Rita to take care of that for us. So that's what Rita is. What Rita, is Rita doesn't send me twenty five dollars every Christmas like you Rita. My my like my grandma <laughs> just makes me sad. You probably liked getting letters from I that did, Rita. I did. I did. Yeah, I you don't want to get a letter letters. from Rita. Yeah. So yeah. in terms of people filing taxes, 
what are some deadlines or things they should keep in mind? I know tax season's coming, but like, mm-hmm. what are things do? How does that work? What, what keeps them out of, first of all, what keeps them out of trouble with you? And then what happens if they do get in trouble? With you? Yeah. So first of all, so um, this year, the tax deadline is April 15th, the regular deadline. The last couple of years, they moved it to the 18th and they moved it to different dates because of either weekends or certain holidays they had. Um, like Easter's around that time. Yeah, or something. Yeah. So yeah, so this year, uh, tax filing deadline is April 15th. Um, you must file your taxes by April 15th. You can um, you can get an extension if you apply for extension with the government, um, your your federal taxes, then you can, will accept that extension, but you still need to pay. So it's not an extension to pay, it's an extension to file. So you still need to pay what we call your estimated taxes. You need to pay that if you're going to owe estimated taxes. And what happens, let's just say someone's like, I don't care. I don't like taxes or government. I'm not paying anything. I assume you come in. I, I work with you in that area. So what happens to someone who just blows it off and just yeah. literally doesn't work with you? So after time, you know, um, so what Rita does, they manage our taxes and they usually, um, so I've been here, what, about two and a half years. So I, it seems like Rita will manage the current year for about a year and a half. Then once they can't, um, you know, once they can't collect on the on the person, then what they do is they will say, okay, city, this is your problem now. And that's where I come in. So they send me every quarter about 80 to 90 residents that have not paid their taxes or have not filed their taxes. And so pretty much they've already sent them like three letters and, you know, that. So then I turn around and I start sending letters to them. And so usually by the second letter, I usually get a response. And then we go with payment plans and we set people up and we start collecting. You'll, you'll work with someone. Yeah. So I guess the first lesson is if you're having financial difficulties and you just can't pay it, it's not a good idea just to ignore it and hope it'll go away because it'll get worse. Yeah, it'll get worse. And so what happens is that, you know, I'm sending out three letters and then that fourth letter comes from your office there and um, you send out a letter from your office. And then after that, you know, we don't hear anything. Then that's when we end up in our... Uh, uh, mayor's court, our mayor's court process. And then, you know, we kind of go from there. And so pretty much in the end, I mean, I have a pretty good um, collection rate, probably a good 85 and 90%, like full going all the way through the um, the whole process. You know, even if it's court, sometimes people just pay up front, they get a letter from me and three days later I have a check. So cool. Well, and one of the things that I love about working with you is um, we do get comments of folks who say, Hey, I had this problem. I called Karen. You know, she was so nice. She was so helpful. She helped me figure it out. We put it on a, it so that it wasn't. Look, you still got to pay the money, but we try and find ways to not make it any more burdensome than it has to be. Um, so I really do appreciate how you kind of will sit down and really work with somebody. Now you're not going to do their taxes for them, <laughs> but kind of figuring out, okay. Mm-hmm. This is not, this doesn't have to be the end of the world. Yeah, no, exactly. I, um, you know, I'm a taxpayer too, you know, so I understand and I have personal issues. Everybody has a story, right? you know, so, and I have personal, so I try to appeal to that, but I'm letting them know, like, you still got to pay the money, but what can I do to help? You know, and I may throw a number out, you know, depending on how much they owe, I might say, well, can you pay 300 a month? And they say, oh, well, and I'm like, well, you tell me what you can pay because I don't want to, I learned even with myself over the years, don't jump out and say you can pay something when you know you really can't pay it. So they say, well, can I start out with 200? Okay, so then 
just bring in the 200 and we, you know, we work with you, you know, that's what we want to do. So unsolicited lesson number two is if you get on one of those payment plans, you, you got to make the payments. Yes. Like some people will come in and make a payment and then they think that you forgot about them. Yep. And that's when they end up with me. Yep. So like, if you keep making the payments and working with Karen, you're going to be fine. If you blow her off and don't answer the phone, you're probably going to end up <laughs> in my mayor's court, which I don't want to see. So. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So we, um, so we have a pretty good, you know, um, system to collect. Um, I think we do a pretty good job collecting the taxes, but also too, my number one, for me, in my mind, my number one job is education. I really want to educate the residents because in their defense, they don't know, or right. they say they don't know. They just haven't a clue because it's surprising. A lot of people who move to UA, um, they come from, a lot of them come from another state. And it's surprising, but only 14 states um, out of the whole 50 states have a municipal tax. Well, you okay. just flex some knowledge that I didn't even <laughs> know right there. Yeah, so there's only 14 states that have a municipal tax. Everybody else, you know, so most people don't know about it. You know, I think it's us, Pennsylvania. I don't know about 14. I know about four. So uh, us, Pennsylvania, see Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, Kentucky. There's like a couple others. Up I mean, and you down can just say 50 states, I'm not yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a lot of them don't have it. So when you come, people move here from New York. They move here from Florida. They move from state. They're like, what's, I don't know. I never heard of this. I don't know what it is. Well, just because you haven't heard of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, you know. But so my job is to educate people and give you the information this year or last year. So next year, I'm hoping that I see this influx of people coming in, found it. I've been here, like I said, two and a half years. So I've been educating the residents for two and a half years. So hopefully this year people are just coming in and they know, you know, what's going on and they just come in and get their taxes filed. Going back, I will file your municipal taxes. So right. I will start filing uh, people's municipal taxes starting the end of January. You'll help April people? 15th. You'll actually do it? Yeah. I actually, they'll come in if you bring your 1040 and you bring your W-2s, I will do your municipal taxes here in the office during the tax season. I mean, so, yeah. is that like open to, you know, like everybody? Like, you know, like meaning like, like us, city managers and city, city attorneys? And yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do Nassers every, every year. What? <laughs> he didn't even tell us when he was on here. Why did he bring that on last time? And I yeah. you were coming on there. Oh, then, yeah, oh, I did. Man, I, he wanted to make sure he got in there first. Yeah, I heard it, yeah. That. So yeah, some his the police, a couple of police officers because you know they when they do their special duty, and they if you live here, I mean yeah. So so people can residents can come in and you can help with the with the with local the re, with the with, with the, the yes municipal tax. Not we're not doing your federal taxes. No. We're not. But if no. you bring in all your federal taxes, all your state taxes, that gives enough stuff that you can sit down with somebody and be like, all right, let's bang this out. Yep. A couple, maybe, I want to make this podcast somewhat educational. It already is. But can mm -hmm. you give us some sort of like... We talked a lot about James Brown. It's been educational. <laughs> <laughs> Questions that I hear a lot about taxes are like, what do I do if I'm retired? Do I have to file my kids? Do they have to file if they worked at the pools in the summer? Do you have answers to right. those type of questions? So, yeah. So, okay. So, first of all, like, um, so there's a lot of questions that people ask. College students, retired. Uh, I don't have any taxable income. So, first of all... Um, if you're a college student and you use your parents' residence here in UA, and if wherever you're at a college, you still need to file a municipal tax. Okay, so if you work somewhere because you're using that as your home, as your um, your permanent residence. Okay. So if you're a student at like you know in New York, but you never change your address to there, so all your mail's coming here, and like you're yes, you got to file here. Yes, you even have to file here. here. Yes, because your permanent resident is where you um, they call it do docimal. 
that's where you you do everything. You know, people. That's where you get your mail. That's where you vote. That's where all your information. That probably so, trips up a lot of people because they're like, I, I wasn't even in you. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't matter because I can go stay in like Georgia for like nine months, and I just stay there. That doesn't mean I live there. I'm just hanging out there. But my permanent residence is here in Ohio. So unless you change your address, change your voting registration, change your driver's license, you know, you're still a resident of. Um, Ohio, Columbus, UA, wherever you live, you're still a resident here. So that's the one thing. Um, if you're, if your um, kids work at the pools, if they're under 18, they don't have to file municipal tax. This, so under and 18, nobody has to declare that. That kid just gets to keep yeah, it. Yeah, they yeah they get to keep it. So what happens though if well if they work at the pools, we here in our because I also we probably won't get much of this in, but you know we also I'm also part of the payroll team yeah. too. So. Here, we actually, if you are under 18, we don't withhold the municipal tax from your paycheck. But you may work at Giant Eagle or you may work somewhere else where they will withhold the municipal tax. Well, at the end of your um, work year, if, you, if you're under 18 and it's more than $10.01, then you can apply for a refund. Okay. So, that's news you can use to get some money <laughs> if you're under 18 and you work yeah, at you're Giant 18. Eagle. <laughs> yeah, so I loved it. I worked for, I worked from 13 all the way up to I was 18, you know, under 18. And so I loved it when I got a um, refund from Columbus from my city taxes. I filed that sucker every year and got but they a little, little Valentine's Day gift from the city. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. But they don't yeah. have to file. So if you're working at the pool and you're 16, you don't have to file. You don't have to file, no. And like I say, he, if you're working in UA... We do not withhold it, but if you have a job somewhere else in UA, like a grocery store or something, they may withhold the tax and then you can get every time. So yeah. What about folks who are like retired, uh, yes. but they get that, you know, you get something on social security or a pension or something. Yeah, so um, municipal tax is only earned income. So wages, earned income, um, property, if you own property, earned income. So if you're retired, you don't have to pay the municipal tax, but when you retire, you need to complete an exemption form. Because we don't know that you're retired. There's no way for us to know. So you come in, complete an a exemption form, and then we send that off to Rita, and then you're retired. So you don't have to do anything. And that keeps them from coming after you for figuring to file because they know you're not filing. Right. Otherwise, filing. they're looking at you didn't file this year, you did last year, they're going to come get you. Right. So you need to, every time you change like your, your filing status, you need to let us know. So let's say you go out and then you get a job, you know, at Giant Eagle down the street. Okay, now you're working, but you're retired, but you work part-time. Now you need to come back and file again. Let's say you decide next year, um, oh, I'm retired, I'm not gonna work that job. Then you need to refile your exemption form for that. Um, for that. So if you're retired. Um, if you don't have any taxable income, let's say you just don't work. There's a lot of uh, people who don't have any taxable income. So you just need to file that exemption form and let us know that you don't have any taxable income. Along with, I think they require you to have your 1040. But yeah. And that again keeps them from saying, hey, you should be filing something. Now you just know, hey, up front, I don't yeah. have anything. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, I think that's the thing that people don't understand is really it's just a paperwork. Yeah. It's a paperwork thing. It's like we just need to know. And then once that's on file, you know, then we move forward. So we'll, and part of it is we'll, we'll send you letters that sound a little bit angry to get your attention sometimes. <laughs> but you know, you come in, you talk to us, we'll help you figure it out. Yeah, I mean, that's like I said, that's the main thing is to uh, be supportive, helpful, and just educate people. Because a lot of people, they don't, they just don't know. So that's kind of like where I come in to um, educate, but still collect 
the tax and, and get people comfortable with paying the money because they come in and they're like happy. I mean, I've had some, I've made some really, well, good friends, I guess. I mean, my, my tax people are like, you know, they're, they're cool. I mean, they come in, they're happy to see me. Oh, it's Karen here. Oh, how you doing? I mean, they send me cards, you know, holiday cards. I mean, they're really nice. I mean, even had one <laughs> from Penn State. One of the customers, he, yeah, he's a Penn State, he's a doctor, he's a Penn State guy. And uh, he he actually, I told uh, the girls one day, Lisa and Deb out there, I says, he calls, and if I'm not there, even less, he's he was really upset. I was like, yeah, he thinks he's my boyfriend or something. That's like, he's not my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he thinks he's my boyfriend. And they're like, cracking up. And they're like, what? He comes through the door. He calls me. He's like, oh, are you there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you're going to be there? I'm like, I'll be here. He's like, okay. He comes in, and he's walking in, and I think it's one of the officers that's, one of the officers that's here in the afternoon. He let him, he walked him over for some reason. I think their machine was down. He said, yeah, he said, yeah, I'll come to see. He said, that's my girlfriend. I said, I told you guys. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, so yeah, but he's, yeah, he's a really good guy. So I have good relationships with my customers. Nobody's that excited <laughs> to see me or Steve probably when they come in. <laughs> They're excited to see me like that. I don't know. It must just be you. No, but yeah, yeah. I'm the only one. Sorry. No one's yeah. city attorney. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah, so yeah, so it's, it's good. We try to help. Um, so this has been actually really informative. Um, appreciate you um, coming on. I, I do like doing these, I like doing this with you and with Nasser last time. It's fun because you know you're a couple of people who are mostly behind the scenes that folks who are in the community don't really get to see you and know you. And, and both of you are two of my favorite people. Uh, who you. work around here? So um, you are the least, you are the least Karen, <laughs> Karen that I know. Oh man, it took like thirty minutes before we made a Karen. I, I, I got, I got it out there. That was on my, that was on my mental list of, yeah. the, of jokes to make. What is the most Karen? Like, well, first of all, how did it feel when that whole Karen thing came up as See, a Karen? Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, first of all, like, I mean, it didn't, it doesn't, it didn't bother me. First okay. of all, you know, she's a white woman. <laughs> you're, you're distinguished already, so you don't so, worry about. So I'm kind of disconnected, but um, people, it doesn't bother me. Like I don't know, I've been caring for so long that it, I don't get it. I it's really kind of like don't. an insult now, and it's yeah. like your name. Yeah, I know it's an insult of, but I'm not insulted. You know, that's because I mean? you're because like, you're not. Because I'm Kiwi Brown, remember? Oh, that's I'm Kiwi right. Brown. We didn't know? explain that on, the, on this episode. We got to rehash that. We were talking before we went li- before we went live. Um, that uh, Karen is a grandmother and has been a grandmother for some time, and uh, her grandmother name is Kiwi. Yes. Which, is, which is kind of the coolest grandmother name ever, by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. And so was that she just couldn't say grandmother or? And, your, your granddaughter, it's granddaughter, right? Yeah, granddaughter, Or yeah. did you just straight so, up pick it because it was cool? No, so it was funny because I had, it's funny, I went to a conference downtown when my, a year before, 2000, I think, yeah, 2000, went to a conference downtown because my granddaughter was born in 2001. So I went to a conference, I met these girls that from from my childhood and I seen them there at the conference. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? You know, like, you know, so I met them. And they were like, I said, yeah, I'm about to be a grandmother, you know. And they're like, really? And they're like, oh, we got to come up with a, you need a cool grandmother name. Because like I said, I was only 36 at the time, 37, going on 37 when she was born. Like, you need the cool grandmother name. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, I wanted to start with a K. So the whole time during this conference, we were kind of like, 
coming up with different things. You crowdsourced your <laughs> grandmother name. <laughs> all right. Yes. And finally, the girls were saying some names, and all of a sudden, I don't know, it just hit me. I was like, I got it, you guys. I got it. It was like, what? I was like, Kiwi. They was like, yes. And so. That's the perfect, that's like the perfect cool grandmother name. Because it's <laughs> something that like a little baby can say. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a little toddler can say. It sounds kind of cute. It sounds like they were probably trying. It it almost sounds like a kid would something the kid would try saying, and say, say mm-hmm. when they're trying to say grandma or something like that. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. So and it's kind of um, cool to like if other people call you kiwi. It's like yeah. it's kind of cool. Well, that's the thing is like my after grandma, she was born, like you don't want to be partying with that. Yeah, my coworkers started calling me kiwi, so they would be like, "Oh, hey kiwi, hey kiwi." So yeah, so then one day someone who didn't know that I was a grandmother came. It's like, why do people call you kiwi? And I was like, well, that's my grandmother name. They was like, your what? I was like, my grandmother name. They was like, your grandmother? I'm like, yeah. And it's like, You didn't look good okay. and say because I'm from New Zealand. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like flightless birds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They was all like, yeah. They're like, oh, okay. You know, so yeah. So it's kind of funny. But uh, it's funny. The first time my granddaughter heard someone call me, my mother called me Karen. My mother was like, oh, Karen, go and get something out the room, you know. And my granddaughter was like, she's about three days. She's like, don't call her that name. That's not her name. Don't call her that name. Her name is Kiwi. And my mother looked at her and looked at me. She's like, Kiwi, will you go in the room again? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's my, yeah. So, so yeah. So, some of my adult friends, I see people, they like, they call me Kiwi. They call me, still call me Kiwi. Yeah. So, you have a little bit of a backup name if the Karen thing gets a little too out of control. Yeah, like, that's my. I'm not even Karen anymore. I'm just Kiwi. Yeah, I'm yeah. Kiwi. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. All right, cool. All right, we finish every podcast with two questions. Okay. What do you love about UA, and what would you change? So it's funny because I when you when you ask me what I love about UA, my because I'm an employee, I think about working in the yeah. UA. But then after I thought about, it, I was like, well, is he talking about the city of UA? So it's like it's however you want to answer. <laughs> that's the way you want. However it's, you want to answer so, the question. So the th- it's it's funny. So I I love working here because. Uh, just things like this. I've never had so much interaction with, you know, the big boss and, you know, the medium boss. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the me- yeah, you know, and the small boss, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> so by the way, that uh, went in order from, uh, as she was pointing to Maggie when she said big boss. So, you know, so I, I think I really, I really do. I love working here. I love the people, but also like the city. I like all the parks. I think it's really beautiful. I've had a chance to visit a few. I wish I could, you know, spend more time here, but, you know, I had to get to the other side of town. So, you know, I had to get out of here in the evening, you know, got to get home. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I love the city. I like, I think it's very, um, it's starting to be very culturistic too. So, yeah. not the tenant, so I like what, it. What would you change? So, you know, change. And this makes me a little nervous because Karen does not hold back. So I'm just, I'm just <laughs> waiting for what it's going to be. Like, it's like, don't say city attorney. <laughs> She's not going to say me. (laughs) You know, seriously, I mean, I've been asked this question like a couple, two or three times. I I don't think I would change anything. You know, I mean, I I think we should have more dance parties here, you know. (laughs) I mean, that would be something. You know, I think we have, the the girls keep talking to me. It's just, we've been so busy lately. We're growing and it's a lot going on and, you know, um, 
we collected almost uh, 45, mil, uh, 45 million this year in taxes. And so the goal next year is to beat that. So I don't really have a whole lot of time to teach these ladies how to line dance, but we want to get together. We do. We want to do a line dance lunch hour, like on like on a Tuesday or something, where we could just. Man, I'm gonna be walking know. out. I'm gonna be walking out from my <laughs> office at lunch and then going on a walk or something. I'm gonna see like 20 people in the lobby just doing line dance. Yeah, we want to do that. So <laughs> here's what here's what Darren's gonna offer to you. Um, Darren is going to offer that if you when we cross. Fifty-five million dollars in revenue. Oh gosh, Darren, Darren's gonna Darren's gonna do a dance routine with you. Wow. Okay. Wow. You, was, know, you notice I offered yeah, Darren. Darren. Well, I got five. I'm gonna add like six people. It's gonna be Darren, Steve, <laughs> Brent, and John. Oh, <laughs> Brent, Brent, and John definitely should because they were the funniest. Yeah, tomorrow. Brent, Brent, and John definitely should. Yeah. So I think, yeah. about Jeff and it. Jeff's got. He's he, probably got moves. Jeff's yeah, got, got moves. Jeff's Jeff, Jeff sneaky. Uh, Jeff's got moves. Does that I, I intimidate be, you? Yeah, we don't uh, want Jeff anywhere near us. No, I, I would be willing. I would be willing to bet money. Jeff's got. I mean, Jeff was like a professional skateboarder. And he's he's kind of cool. He's got far more co- coordination and like, you know, low key cool to him than. Yeah, no, he, he would show us up. Jeff, you're yeah. not invited. Uh, we love you, but you're, you yeah. got to dance on your own day. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more towards Chief Zimmer? Ah, uh, he, he can join us. He's pretty cool, but oh I, think, I think we'd be okay if Chief didn't join us. Oh, he, can, he can dance? No. no. I don't think he can dance. <laughs> so not, okay, so we don't want to be dancing with people who are good. Maybe it's a polka, but that's about it. <laughs> We're only, on the Dare and Steve day, it's only non-dancers. Y'all don't dance? I, well, how did you guys get wise? I, I don't understand. No, I will dance. I won't do line dances. I can't oh. coordinate. I got the music in me. Oh, you know, okay, I got you. So you thing. just do your own, like... Yeah, I could just do my thing. But, yeah, like, doing okay. this, like, everyone does a step here, I'll trip, you know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I see Steve line dance. He, he does pretty good. I, I mean, he I'm, can step in. I am terminally stiff. <laughs> I have absolutely no movement. Yeah, that's the only thing. So you just got to relax a moment. My hips have absolutely no side to side in them. Here's yeah. my question. This is dumb, I know. But, like, every time they play one of these songs, everyone runs out of the dance floor. Like, everyone knows the moves already. Yeah. How do you, how do they figure them out? Okay, so, because you wasn't a 70s child, right? Yeah. You was born in the 80s? I was born in 77. Seven, so, 70, okay, but kind of you was kind of, yeah. yeah. So, we practice at home. Okay, uh, that's how yeah. we learned how to dance. You know, you get in the mirror, you dance with your sisters, your brothers, your cousins. We all, like, so when we get to the club... You're ready. We're, yeah, we're ready. So I'm like, everyone, even yeah. kids know these steps. Yeah, like exactly. Doing the thing. Well, now it's all, like, on TikTok and Yeah, but I'm saying Instagram. before all that, yeah, I'm saying before YouTube, before all that, you practice at home. I mean, it was funny because my... My mother's older sister, she's what, 94 now. She was, when she turned 60, and you know, she when she turned 60, I mean, she was hot. She was, yeah, she, my mother, she was, she was the bomb. <laughs> and we had a 60 year party for her. And all this, and my brother then, I mean, he was only like, I don't know, 10 years old or whatever. And they, electric slide came on, you know, and all of a sudden, Which my you mother. Cut. You cut your yeah. Let's you, slide. You can never dance remember, that again. You cut the song that you're about to tell a wonderful story about your. Yeah, your, I know, but that was because that's a thirty year old. That's how, how long I'm telling you that okay. electric slide's been out. It's all 30 right. 30 years ago. So we're out here, and all of a sudden, my brother just walks out there and starts. You know, it's electric. You know, moving around, and my mother was like, I, she she was shocked. How come he knows, Mom? We taught him. What do you think we'd be doing? 
we, you know, that's what we did. You, you know, so you have to practice getting the mirror. You know, Steve, you need to practice your hip movement. Know you know, like getting the mirror. Look, <laughs> I'm looking around Steve's house. Luckily, there is yeah. no mirror in here. <laughs> Otherwise, we walk in for a meeting and Steve right. would be like, it's electric. Right, so, it's electric. So if you're, if, you're yeah. dri- if you're driving down Tremont Road <laughs> after it's turned dark and I'm standing in here dr- dancing because I can now see my reflection <laughs> like, and, and Karen told me I have to practice Yeah, you practice, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Holly be walking by and like, Steve, what the heck? Oh, you've been listening to Karen again. Like, it's all right, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, like, what are you doing? But yeah, so you get in the mirror, you know, you get your moves on. You so you kinda, do have to practice or learn it. You just, just don't innately know this. No. I don't know how these little kids just Yeah, like no, you just practice. And yeah, but like, like Steve said, to, in today's age, yeah, it's all on TikTok and YouTube and all that. But back in our day, you just, yeah, you taught the neighborhood. We got ready for Sunday. Which you know. one it instructs you during the song? Is that the Cupid Shuffle? Mm-hmm. Take yeah. a step back now, y'all. What yeah. <laughs> to the left, to the left, to the left, to the yeah. left. Yeah, but um, yeah. So <clears throat> that's the, the gist of that. So, but Val told me that I can't if when we get ready in the podcast that I have to let her know because we were talking about. I told her, I said, yeah, I know what Stephen was going to talk about, and she was saying she likes old school rap. Oh, Val? Val. Yes, Val's Val. Oh, yeah, Val. Oh, you don't know. You, we oh, need to get Val so, on so, the show. Oh, yeah, you don't know Val, how cool Val, Val is. Val, Val is secret. Cool. Yes. Val, Val for, for our listeners, Val is our purchasing manager. Yes. Yes, yes, she is. And we were talking. I said, yeah, so one day, I don't know, we were having one of our our breakfasts in Brent's office like we always do. And um, we were sitting there. And I don't know why we got on the subject, but me and Val broke out with the Sugar Hill Gang. Val likes the uh, Sugar Hill. Hip-hop. Yes, she you does. Mean hip-hop yes, hip hop, the hip to the hip to the hip hip hop, and you don't stop a rocking to the bang bang boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie. To be what you so they were like, not a test. Yeah, but rapping to the beat. Go ahead, Darren. All right. So Darren, Darren's Darren's one of these guys who can do just about any lyric. Oh yeah. Okay. Are you are you the lyric guy? Oh He's that kind of he's that kind of wicked smart where he just remembers every lyric of everything. Yeah. Well, it was funny because me and Val were like right on the same cue, and they all looked at us like, "Did y'all? We didn't practice that. We just both (laughs) came out because that was the thing in our day. You know, that was like the thing. So yeah, you those were some lyrics you had to know. Yeah. You know, so whenever me and my friends are out and they have karaoke, and they always play that song, and my friends are like, "Give it to her." I have to get up there, you know, I've had a couple drinks and I have to get up there and the whole crowd is like going crazy. It's like, yeah. All right, so, so I'm, I'm ditching, I am officially ditching live dancing and we're not going to have karaoke during the adult day. All right, well, that'd be we nice. Yeah. So we're going to have Darren Darren versus Karen rap battle. You want rap battle? I will, I will do that. Oh my God. Oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, so. Whew. All right. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. That was fun. Slightly exhausted because <laughs> it was so much fun. I feel I feel like James Brown after a concert. I feel all sweaty and hot. I, I know. I, my Woo. problem is like I'm literally going through all the lyrics of Rapper's Delight right now, and I'm like, it's, it won't stop in my head. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> hip-hop, hip-hop, Yeah. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Try to stop. Thank you, Karen. Just make yeah. it stop. Make it yeah. stop. Um, Thank you very much for coming on. This was a ton of fun. Yes, thank and thanks you. for yes. everything you do for the city and for our residents. Love having you part of the team. Um, 
you know, somehow you are managing to make, now, I, well, I know how you, the secret sauce in you managing to make the finance department way cooler than it's ever been is now Val. I didn't know that Val was your secret weapon in making yes, the finance yes. department cool. She said we were OGs, oh, oh girls. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for coming on and uh, uh, have a happy new year. Yes, happy new year. Thank you very much. All right. That's better. All right. In this voice, or do you want me in my normal voice? Which voice do you want me in? Radio. My radio voice. My radio voice. I am Steve (laughs) Shoney. Welcome. Uh, I had Karen Brown in my phone as Karen Brown, and Karen Brown got mad at me because it didn't say Kiwi Brown. Because Kiwi's your. Kiwi is my grandmother name, in case you guys didn't know. You know, I was a grandmother at 37. So I had to have a cool name. That is a cool grandmother name. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Not AKA, seven. yes, AKA Kiwi Brown. <laughs> <laughs>